0: Welcome back to another episode of the Rankable Podcast. My name is Garrett Sussman. I'm the Demand Generation Manager at iPoll Rank SEO Agency, and I'm excited. We're getting technical today because we are talking about. I mean, this dude was the MENA 2019 Best Young Search Professional. He did this ridiculous like analysis of seven million log file events and wrote a blog post all about it earlier in 2022 for Screaming Frog. He has he did his own like podcast for a while, which Incidentally, they started first, but it was called the Weekly SEO, not to be, be confused with our own SEO Weekly, which he was featured on in January when we when he did that uh, log file analysis. But we're talking log file analysis. I'm joined today by Roman Adamita, the SEO dir- Director of Reflect Digital. Uh, I butcher his name because I'm American and I can't pronounce you know European names. Thank you for being on here today, Roman. How you doing, man?
1: Thank you very much. Right as rain. How about you?
0: Dude, I am fantastic. I, you know, we were chatting a little bit before. You're telling me about, you know, Halloween. You did a couple months ago. You're this is this is recorded before Halloween, but you're telling me about what you do in Moldova. Like, you got you got a pretty sweet situation there, right?
1: Yeah, definitely. In the middle of very big situation. Um, well, we at the center, where Ukraine is on the left side and Romania is on the right side. But we are doing good at the moment. Like, we are safe. Everything's good. I live here for maybe three years now, but I lived my childhood right here until my 12 years. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. So then I moved to another country, then to another, then... So other,
0: which is right now another Moldova. <laughs> well, that, yeah, that's yeah. the nature of the beach. Always moving all over. And I'm sure it's beautiful. You actually so you you're a cycler. You 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 get out on that bicycle and, and you're always cruising around the city, going, go. Is it is it beautiful? Is it is it amazing out there? Uh, it's definitely I just like to
1: travel and see things, not just open Google Maps and see <laughs> where I can go, where's where it's beautiful? <laughs> I just try to understand where I can experience the best flowers or the best trees or see a lot of cars if I want or see. But I don't know. We don't have sea here, but we have lakes. A lot of them. So yeah, I go see lakes. I read a lot stuff and like that.
0: Yeah, That's, I mean, those views are gorgeous. And plus, you you know, when you're cycling out there, you're either listening to music, listening to podcasts, or you're just in your own head. Like you're thinking about SEO problems.
1: Well, we can't listen to music, by the way, because we have some uh, legal things here. We need to wear oh. a helmet helmets, and we can't wear any headphones. It's illegal. It's illegal. Yeah. I didn't know that.
0: So you're you're just stuck with your own thoughts, think, thinking about about what what you yeah, are that, searching on the SERPs.
1: <laughs> that, that, that's the hardest part,
0: <laughs> dude. I I'm excited. So you did this analysis of log files, and I think it's it's a technical aspect of SEO. It's something that's very underrated in terms of the value and insights it can generate. But in your own words, why do you enjoy log file analysis?
1: Yeah, I guess I never asked myself this question. Uh, I would say it makes me think all the time. Like, for example, this week I, have a, I had a situation where I saw a filter parameter which were indexed and crawled by Google as the second URL after homepage. So Google should scroll the homepage continuously and it should be the most scrolled page because it's the most important page. And then I saw a filter parameter page, uh, which was a, from WooCommerce. If you know, this is a plugin mm-hmm. for WordPress. And if you don't have products on all the pages, you don't need that filter and you need to deactivate, de- like you need to disable it on yeah. options. Yeah, and they didn't disable it and they don't have products on every page. So I researched it, what's this about? And then I found that you need to disable it if you don't have a lot of products. So if you disable it, then Google won't crawl that parameter. So as well, it won't be indexed. So this is one of the things I usually enjoy. Uh, The second thing would be it's something specific, you know? Everyone knows a thing and they do it really good.
0: Yeah.
1: And I want to have an expertise where I'm really good. And you don't need to know everything. If you know one thing, but if you know it very good, then definitely everyone would come to you and ask you questions about log files. Yeah, and well, this is called expertise You know, That's kind yeah. of thing, yeah. Uh, well, usually log files, it's not about the client who wants to be tomorrow ranking first. Like the client is coming to you and I want to rank first tomorrow. <laughs> but by doing log file analysis, it's not that kind of thing. You can't expect to be ranking first tomorrow or the next month because log files are totally different. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I, that, that's that's why I enjoy the most. I just want to dive deep. Deep dive and understand it
0: it makes sense to me too because it's like you do have to be in like detective mode like a lot of times it's solving problems to your point it's like you're not doing content creation with log files you're basically figuring out how you're kind of shooting yourself in the foot if you will and a lot of times in terms of making technical errors that are you know being in or like impacting your index and your visibility online you mentioned woocommerce you know there's so many like whatever the CMS plugin is that's like creating rules or whoever is getting into the robot text files, you know, I can imagine the log file analysis is what you're using to surface those issues. What types of like, what are the most useful insights that you can find?
1: Yeah, cool question. Well, uh, I'll start with the same filter parameters because you can find them very easily. That, that's the thing there. You have unlimited data on log files so how much how many times google is visiting your website you can see everything very transparently Mm -hmm. and it's it's the most important thing i guess to being able not to have limits to see everything in one place and that's that's why i want to see the log files so first maybe most important could be finding where google is spending the time where Google is crawling, what Google is crawling, how often. So, for example, we updated the robots.txt file. We included a couple of disallow of rules in there. But Google, if Google is not crawling robots.txt file, or if Google finds the robots.txt file 404, then the website won't be won't be crawled because, as I remember, there is a document, documentation on that. Yeah. So, if robots.txt is 404, then Google uh, won't crawl. All the pages, as I remember, if I remember it uh, incorrect, maybe someone could correct me. But that's that's one of the things I liked the most. You can find filtered pages if they are crawlable, crawlable, yeah. And if there are any and they are indexable, you just need to put them into robots.txt file. So this is another task or data combination. Usually when I see a lot of... So for example, when I have for three months, the log files, Mm -hmm. I usually like to combine those data. So I export the data from Screaming Frog Log Finalizer, and I export the same page speed scores from Screaming Frog SEO Spider for Mm -hmm. the same pages I had on uh, the log file, and I combine combine the data. So to, to make it more clear, if the page has a bad score, how often Google crawled that page? If Google bots didn't crawl that much as another page, then maybe the score is there's a problem. The page speed score, there's a problem. Or maybe another thing, maybe it's about the content on the website. That's why they need to update the content to be ever, evergreen or something else. So. Combining the data is very important, not just keep uh, stuck with the log files because log files sometimes just means nothing. You just see numbers and you can't do anything at all. Like you see a lot of indexable, crawlable, crawlable, gosh, I can't pronounce this. Uh, this, Yeah, it's a, it's a pretty tricky word. So yeah, uh, another thing would be maybe finding the 404 URLs, because in most of the cases you can find them, not just in the log files, but also in third party tools. So if you if you compare 404 with backlinks, with that backlinks, which are broken or the domain is expired, that's why you lost a backlink, it's natural. But at the same time, you lose the authority because if the broken link, that comes from an external website, which is active still, but your backlink in that page is broken, then you need to redirect that, uh, that broken link to another active page, because you will lose the authority that is, come, that is coming from the backlink, the external resource. So this is the same. Uh, if you have had valuable pages on your website and they are now 404, you lose the authority of th- those internal links. And yeah. if you don't redirect them to another page, which is a similar or the home page, or whatever is that, you will lose the authority and you don't want to lose it. So that, that's why usually it comes to technical SEO, by
0: the way, log files. They're right. pretty much very far away from SEO. It's... Yeah, you have to work with with the dev team to even get them in the first place. And it's interesting yeah. what you're pointing out about Googlebot crawling because obviously, the bigger the website, the less crawl or like the the this you address this whole idea of crawl budget, right? And so I guess my question to you in terms of Googlebot crawling is like, from your perspective. Why is it important, the frequency of Googlebot crawling? Like, Why does it matter if it's checking very often? Because you did this whole study looking at how often Googlebot was crawling. What does that mean for the actual websites?
1: Shortly, I would say, if you are not Amazon, it's important because Amazon is like Google, you search for products. Uh, and without knowing your website, no one can find it. And for example, Garrett, if you want to find a website, you search on Google. That's yeah. why actually SEO is, didn't die. You still search for something. You still want to find something on Google or whatever search engine you use in the USA. We still use Google here, by the way. Yeah. Uh, where where I'm coming is about you need to be known, and you need to be found by the people by the users with search engines. So Google needs to crawl your pages. Google needs to know where what's the topic you're covering. It's specific something or is generic that every user can every users can uh, see your pages. And yeah. if Google can't crawl it, then can be indexable as well. Yeah. So yeah, most probably.
0: And the frequency matters, too. I mean, I think like e-commerce sites, like if you are updating the structured data of an e-commerce page and that's giving like proper information, like when that's crawlable, you know, like that that's info potentially in terms of like rich snippets, especially as Google focuses more on e-commerce and surfacing those. Having yeah. the Google by actually crawl mm-hmm. those probably matters for, for accurate info. Definitely. Okay. Yeah.
1: Uh- cool. It, it will make it easier for Google to understand the structured data, but as you see in many cases, most of the website doesn't use structured data, uh, but Google understand what's the structure. Yeah. So.
0: Yeah, it makes sense. So you, because you mentioned there, it's funny that like in some ways, log file analysis is a what you know a, a separate part of SEO. So when you're working with your clients, you have to get access to receive those log files, and. You know, that that is that's relationship nurturing. That's like, you know, having specific force. What what is your procedure? Like, how do you ensure that you get the access to those uh, log files?
1: Yep, uh, that's that's the hardest part, I guess, uh, when it comes to this process. So if they have a C panel, which is the most common panels by server providers, uh, you can easily just export from there. Uh, but you only have for one month and then it it's coming daily. But if you don't have they don't have a cPanel, then you need to ask the developers uh, because uh, it will make it will be a bit harder for SEos to export those files because usually SEOS need to do that if that's easy to do because you will understand you will see the the lines, the log file lines. So they must have a timestamp. They must have the URL. They must have the the content type and user agent, of course, uh, because without having user agent, you, you won't be able to see which search engine crawled that pages. And very, very important thing here. When you filter the user agents, you need to have the official IP of Googlebot. So the official IP is 66 point two four nine it starts with this code it's yeah, like it's a nice. you know but yeah they have a lot of user agents so uh, it's about over 120 user yeah. agents which is uh, officially of Google and they have one common I- common IP address which is 66.249 it starts with this and it's end with very different numbers so yeah they, they need to have a lot of lines, log file lines to get the proper data.
0: That's Okay, so that's interesting in terms of if they don't have the cPanel and they're working kind of with like a, a custom database, you as the SEO need to kind of inform the developers of like, here's the different data buckets, you know, that I need. And so you need to come with to them prepared and basically say, you know, all the specific, you know, Data sets that that you require and how you need it exported so you can get it over to you so you can then start doing analysis if have you found that you get pushback from their teams when you start asking for custom data and like how do you handle those situations
1: yeah most of the time they don't have log files because the server doesn't provide or which server provides is wrong, totally wrong. So they export a log file, but it's it's about user log file. It's not search engine log files. Different. Yeah. So you, you, you won't like to see the user, how they interacted with your website because it's something shouldn't be transparent, you know? Uh, anyway, so in, in these cases, when I don't receive the log files, I usually use Google Search Console's crawl stats, mm. uh, which is, in settings, it's I don't know why they hid it in Search Console, but uh, you need to go down to the settings, click to the settings, and then you will see the crawl stats, and you need to click that report from there too. So it's in the third page of the Google Search Console. Yeah.
0: Gotcha. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's interesting because you can't if you don't have the right data, you can't do anything with it. I'm curious with all the different you know millions of log files that you've looked at what's What's the most surprising thing that you've seen when you've analyzed log files? You mentioned one at the beginning with the yeah. filtering. What any other really surprising experiences?
1: Ooh, uh, well i I remember once I had a bit of maybe misunderstanding in my head. Like I wanted to clarify this, and I asked someone on Twitter, as I remember, maybe it was John Miller, because we like to ask John Miller questions on Twitter. And he's really kind, he's answering with the tail. Sometimes he makes fun of it because he's fun actually. Yeah. And yes. I asked about what if I make four or four pages to four or ten? Will they be crawled? Because um uh, 410 so it's like you're the most completely letting google
0: know it's intentional as yeah uh, definitely yeah so
1: i tested it on my website my website is pretty small actually it has maybe 12 or something like that indexes on google and i had a lot of 404s because previously i had the different version of the website and i wanted to test it on my website because i I can't just go to a client and say, can you make this page for? <laughs> yeah. And I tried on the website. Uh, I tested it. And appears that Google still crawls for 410 uh, four pages. Yeah. We did it intentionally, but it won't change anything. So, yeah, it was one of the surprising things I remember right
0: now. And so you you are of the side of like it's important too when you are intentionally deleting pages. It, obviously, SEO it depends, but like for the most part, you should be using four tens and not just you know letting everything default to four hundred fours.
1: Yeah, definitely. Well, in most cases, it's because the XML sitemaps are not dynamic; mm. most of them are static. So if the 404s or 410 URLs are still there, Google will crawl them. So we are like forcing Google to crawl the pages that doesn't exist. Uh, It's not a waste of crawl budget, by the way, having 404s or 410. Google is just trying to understand are they really removed from the website? Are they really intentionally removed from the website? Those are two different things, but Google is trying to understand this.
0: Right. Exactly. I I feel like, you know, you're when you're giving the signal that you're not making a mistake and that it's on purpose, no matter how you choose to do it, then that's ultimately going to be appreciated and potentially rewarded by Google as opposed to penalized. Um, I'd be remiss to ask, like, you know, when you you wrote your your article on Screaming Frog, there are a lot of different tools out there for log file analysis. Um, and a lot of them have different purposes. They're value across the board. What are the tools that you use and what are the specific features that you love most about them? Yeah. Don't say anyone, but it's Google search. Yeah. <laughs> That's okay. I, I feel like that, that should be the starting point, right? Yeah, definitely. Well, uh, I will cover a little bit Google
1: search uh, but I love Screaming Pro because it's cheap. By the way, it's really cheap. Yeah. It's a really cheap uh, tool, uh, and they provide a lot of updates every time. Like they yeah. update things, they provide some insights, they provide supports. They have a team who is answering technical questions even.
0: Mm-hmm. Um,
1: but I'm coming to the topic. So Google Search is pretty pretty good tool for SEO and it's free. So it starts using the operate operator operators yeah yeah the site operator or let's say you want to find backlinks but you have no premium tool uh, so it's one of one of the example is line sites and the domain the domain include the domain yeah. and then quotes again the domain itself so when you search for this search operator you will be able to see which websites included your domain on external resources, because you online the line, the line thing, but then that's the trick actually. Or you can filter by the data range, like what's the date range, and you can find on exact date, uh, let's yeah. say. So search operators, the settings, and the keywords. Because those keywords actually are the keywords which Semrush, Ahrefs, or most of the tools provide. So let's another tool was also asked. Uh, yes. I, I want to cover it as well because also asked. It's pretty good uh, at combining all the subheadings, all the question question-based keywords that Google provides or not is not providing uh, because they're. Google is providing a lot of questions, but it's not combined, they're not combining it into a tree tree map right now. So we want to see on ask to ask, also asked that kind of grabs, that kind of phrase. Oh, it it will make life easier, right? But I still use Semrush, I still use Screaming Progressio Spider and Log Finalizer. And I still use Content King, which are premium, but they are actually uh, provided by by the agency so yeah nice. it's good that we have premium tools but most of the people doesn't have so if you don't have you can use search console google search operators a lot of things out there you just need to try
0: yeah i'm 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 with you on that cuz like it's like the google search console like you do if you know little regex or you know you know how to code a little bit, you can or debt, you know, data analysis, you can do a lot with the data provided there. Sometimes what we love is we've used like Botify, because like we work with a lot of enterprises. So it's like once you get to like the millions, obviously Screaming Frog can do it, but Botify works well. Jet Octopus is another one that has some some cool features. Uh Dude, this is, it's fun. It's like, I know for a lot of people, the technical is like getting in the weeds and it's not something they're familiar with unless they're a technical SEO. But I think you being, you know, working at being an expert in it is such a valuable kind of insight in terms of that part of technical SEO, which is super underrated. Um, But I want, I want to, I want to do some rapid fire rankings. Are, Are you ready to jump into rapid fire rankings, Roman? Let's go. Okay, turn on the music. We're gonna we're gonna ask Roman. We're gonna dig deep into SEO, but we're gonna start out light. So here we go. First up, rank your top three of anything that you love most in the world. Go. Cycling, traveling, sushi. Ah, easy. Okay, rank your best SEO or marketing win. Ah, that's not a fast answer. (laughs) Uh,
1: Marketing win or SEO win, I can not choose right now because, uh, well, I'm honored to have the award from many search awards, so maybe, maybe that's it, yeah.
0: That, that's, that, I mean, that, that was huge to get that. Okay, rank your top three, here we go, top three SEO tools.
1: Screaming Frog SEO Spider, Screaming Frog Log File Analyzer and Google Search.
0: <laughs> there you, I'm surprised you didn't say Google Search first, but we know, we know it's up there. Okay, rank your best SEO, number one best SEO trick or tactic? A, B, C, D, internal links. Ooh, that's a good one. Okay, rank what you love most about SEO. Knowledge,
1: I have to improve my knowledge all the time. And I feel sometimes really stupid because I don't know that thing and I want to learn it. So every every time we just some trying to make fun and trying to understand things that is really complex.
0: That's it. I love that. I love that. And yet you still know Googlebot's IP starting digits. So uh, rank <laughs> your best, your, what is your best learning SEO resource? Still Google search. Yeah, I, I'm with you on that. Okay, and here's here's another, this might be the hardest one. Rank your top one to three SEO or marketers that you most look up to. Tom Glove. I still look
1: at Rand Fishkin's most posts and videos. Gosh, the third one is pretty hard. But I would say SEO presentations. There is a SEO slides that page, as I remember. Yeah. And I still yeah. still check that uh, website and I still check the presentations because presentations are actually the source of understanding some things.
0: Yeah. It's all about telling the story and then finally rank your number one cause or charity that you want to promote oh an example
1: maybe because i yeah what could be the example
0: i don't know it could be something in the environment it could be illnesses it could be helping feed the poor anything that you think that that people should either invest their time or resources and money in
1: I really don't know how to answer
0: this one. <laughs>
1: That's okay. Maybe I'm the first one in this episode who is not answering this question, but I'm really stuck at this one.
0: It's okay. There's, all, there's always something out there, Roman. Thank you so much for being my guest and talking log file analysis with me. I, I got to ask you, if people want to get in touch, where's the best way to find you online? Uh, it's Twitter. I use uh, actively
1: Twitter and LinkedIn. Yeah, those two.
0: Sounds best. good. We will have the links uh, to find him online for those. Thank you so much for being my guest. This was awesome.
1: A pleasure. is all mine. Thank you very much, Garrett.
0: Awesome. My name is Garrett Sussman of I Pull Rank. There's been another episode of the Rankable Podcast. We will catch you next week. Peace.